right, welcome to this week's uh, Progress with Unity podcast. Um, quite a lot to get through this evening, so we'll start off introducing ourselves. Starting with Mick, how are you doing, Mick? I'm alright, Barry, how are you yourself? Fantastic, thank you very good. much. Good. A bit rainy outside, but hey, well. Yeah. Alright, Paul? I have a bit right. of a protest to put forward uh, later on, actually. Okay, well, we'll come back <laughs> to that. Alright, Paul? I'm fine, thanks. Good yeah. stuff, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Gareth? Yeah, looking forward to the end of the season. Yeah, aren't we all? Aren't we all? been a long, longer than this one. Hasn't it, Rob? It has. It's, it's uh, taken its toll on the old wallet. Uh, can yeah. I just uh, say a big shout out to my mate, Everton Phil, who uh, looked after me Saturday, took me to the Everton and United game. Well, Sunday, should I say. Oh, uh, yeah. So I just want to say thanks for that. Cheers, Phil. No, you can't. Everton Phil. Yeah. Cheers, Everton Phil. a regular listener. Did you enjoy it? It was all right. It was a good stack, do you? Match weren't great, was it? But... Uh, Everton won, United yeah, lost. It was the boys got sacked. Yeah, well, it was not bad, were it? <laughs> well, it's a bad day at the no. office. We've seen worse no. games. <laughs> Result. Hiya, Dan. Last and by every means least. Oh, no. <laughs> I've, I've come to you last for, for a reason. Last week, I don't know if you remember, we were talking about teams getting promoted. And I commented on the fact that um, Leicester would need to bring in players if they're going to survive. Yes. And you said, why? What did. Latics changed when they got promoted mm-hmm. and I said we brought in Leighton Baines and I got pulled up because you put me on the spot and I was actually what I was thinking about was the back four and Leighton Baines was the only person who made it through in actual fact because he played the season prior when we won promotion he he was a mainstay he only missed two games that season yeah, he got that goal against Ipswich he did the cracker from uh, just before Christmas from about 35 yards but when you think about that team though Baines and we brought in Dizou Honshaw and Chimbonda across the back which was the class that you what the step up that we needed back, back four was it Premier League that season it was yeah and then it, obviously we had uh, you know a couple of others we brought into midfield and we brought Henri Kamara up front as well didn't we with a, with a bit of Norwags so uh, I just wanted to rectify my mistake that's all so that's why I come to you last yeah all those Latics fanatics around this table couldn't correct you at the time no we was on the spot weren't we we was on the spot I was sat at home yeah <laughs> no well, not at home well it was when I was listening Right, okay, so since then we've had two games, and one of them has been against the promotion side, Burnley, who I think, like us, like Leicester, will need um, to to spend money if they're going to survive next season, or at least bring in players, but we'll come to them later on. First up was Good Friday, Gareth, and uh, we played Reading, didn't we? We certainly did play Reading. And we played them off the park. Yes, I believe. But uh, have we got some interesting stats from that that game for us? The very, stats very from the game Friday. on Good Friday: Wigan Athletic versus Reading. Possession: sixty-one percent to Latics and thirty-nine to Reading. Attempts: Latics managed seventeen, Reading only six. On target: Wigan managed ten, and Reading just the one. Wigan committed eleven fouls to Reading's fifteen. We got one yellow card, and Reading got two. No reds. We all know the score, three nothing. Well, that, that shot though, what, what actually at the target for Reading was in the first minute, and right. I thought I'll obviously have made a mess of it. Do you, if anybody remembers that, he seemed to dive over the ball, and I made a little arm to flutter, but we didn't need them to have bothered at it because they were absolutely dire. One of the worst displays I've I seen. I don't think they were that bad. I just think we were absolutely sharp at shutting them down. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with Rob there. Rob's Marvin. Yeah, no, we were. I'm with you as well. I think I, we were brilliant, yeah, I, but they they were. I, I mean, it just didn't strike me that you know I didn't see them giving the ball away. I saw us getting stuck into them and, and nicking it back. They're not pacing the team, have they? Though, especially at the back. We weren't a running contest, were it? it was well, it was. When Matt Manaman was on the ball, it was, wasn't it? Why go? Yeah. I mean, I mean, they were just they were outclassed, weren't they? Yeah, they were. They were outclassed. It was a um, game on in midfield, wasn't it? We just kind yeah. of overpowered it. Yeah, we, they, it's they, the energy we had in that midfield. Like I say, we just they didn't get the ball in midfield. We just kept nicking it. Reading, like the fans, did not turn up. Because how many fans did they? <laughs> I like that oh, one. That's a good I, one. I, I tell you I what, was I was disgusted, to be honest. I, I, I was amazed. What, chasing promotion? And, and exactly. Oh, yeah. I, well, I, I'm, I'm playoff position. And I think, I, I'd agree with you in the sense that it was overwhelmingly less than I expected. But... You know, I, w- I would never go as far as to be disgusted at the support another team's got because Good Friday, it's bank holiday, bank, it's bank yeah. holiday, chasing playoffs. It wasn't yeah. poor, but we can't say anything about parades, can we? Mm, no, no. Well, 
No, and, right. and well, we'll forget Christ because we, we end up going kicked in the, the gorillas anyway, don't we? If we start talking about Christ, <laughs> yeah. so we'll leave that one alone. But uh, first thing I, I want to mention is uh, Gomez's goal. What a storm! Oh, yes. Absolutely tremendous, wasn't it? And again, tremendous build-up. It came from the back from Boyce. I think there was a couple of neat passes. Uh, Espinosa did well to return the ball up the pitch. Sort of knocked it to go. <laughs> what a finish. Yeah. When I was there, I actually thought um, Espinosa was on the edge of the box. It's only I've seen the replay afterwards. He's, he's 30 yards away from goal, isn't he? It was, yeah. I mean, it, it was like sort of halfway between, well, yeah, banging middle of their half, really. He's done well, got his body in the way, shifted it to Gomez, just took a couple of neat touches and then pelly-wanged it <laughs> pelly <laughs> into, yes, into the top left-hand corner, giving the keeper absolutely no chance. No, no, no chance whatsoever. I thought Gomez was fantastic all afternoon, uh, Dan. Yeah, another person who was magnificent has already been mentioned, Callum McManaman. He was my personal man of the match, thought it was very close between him and Gomez. Did McManaman do 90 minutes, do we remember? Callum McManaman did 90 minutes. Yes. And you were saying last week that he looked a little bit leggy when he was taken off against Arsenal. But that was at Wembley, and you know Wembley's different, isn't it? His first 90 minutes is completed since earlier on in the season, that. Since, yeah, before this game. (laughs) Is it? Yeah, he's not, well, he's been dragged off after 60 minutes, hasn't he? 50 odd minutes, 60 minutes, 65 minutes. It's first, I bet it's definitely under Rosler, first well, 90 minutes completed. <coughs> that just keeps him fresh and brings him in at the right time. Yeah, yeah. precisely. So he, had, he had an hand in two goals, didn't he? Yeah. He had an hand in the, the second goal, which Waggon scored, Mick, if you remember that one. No. <laughs> ah, Waggon did well to, to finish that as well as he did, yeah. considering where it was and the way that he got his foot wrapped yeah. round it. I think it was his wrong foot, yeah. well, <coughs> his right foot, wasn't it? Foot, yeah. He bust through those. Uh, McManaman, he left that, is it Williams, the centre-back? He's he's been out a while, he looked like he'd been out a while. Number five, big lad at the back, he flew past him, burst into the box, and a cracking shot. Uh, It was parried by McCarthy. Did you know McCarthy's produced more saves than any other keeper in the championship? I'm not surprised, because he's a top top draw goalkeeper. He'll he'll definitely be moving on to bigger and better things in the near future. Mm. Uh, and wag on with her with his wrong mm. foot. Good finish. Good finish. And then uh, McManaman's goal. Yeah, wag on played a part in that, didn't he? He did. With a fantastic run from sort of midfield. Beat those two defenders. Well, it was brilliant, mm. wasn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, and then it came across to Callum, who danced around. The thing about it was for me it was the four defenders. I've watched it so many times on the YouTube highlights that. They didn't know what to do, they were just sort of standing back, standing back, everything you tell a defender <laughs> not to do. Mm. He dazzled them and put it away, lovely. Kill one in, didn't he? Kill one in. Brilliant stuff. Uh, so, a good a good game. Referee, I can't remember who the referee was. Straight, was it? No, 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 no there's no, that no. guy that dropped down, wasn't it? The guy who's normally Premier League. I was mean, yeah, my point was, he, he had a good game. I know we won, and, and that's I, why. I, <laughs> but, yeah. but he wasn't, no, I didn't notice him at all. No, I've gone a minute. I disagree with that because there was an absolute shocking tackle. It should have been straight red all day long on Espinosa. Could have snapped his leg in half that. Absolutely shocking. Oh, he didn't go for that. And then he beat McManaman for a dab when it was a fail. I'll tell you what, that ref. (laughs) 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 Again, shocking ref, week after week. I was trying to think then which game it was, but yeah, you're right, it was was horrible. It was a bad tackle, I can't believe he didn't go for that. Was it Craig Poston? Craig Poston. No, it was that, or the ref. Terrible challenge by Appen. Shocker. 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 Uh, Adkins after the game comes and said some nice things about us, didn't he? Yeah. I, uh, he would. For, for me, that was, like I said before, when we were doing the previews last week, didn't care about Monday. That was the that was the game. You've put the, the gap between you and the chasing teams. You've pasted, absolutely pasted a team that's right in the mix to try and get a playoff spot. That gives you all the confidence you need, all the belief you need going into the playoffs. Jumps are good. Yeah, and it's shaken up to be an important win looking at the table now. Don't want to jump ahead too much. But currently we sit three points ahead of Reading. Oh, 
Yeah, with the game in hand. Yeah, the game. They, they beat the Middlesbrough like, uh, on last night. Tuesday night, yeah. I don't know if anybody saw it, but there was an, an own goal, and there was uh, one of the scrappiest goals I've seen from Lafondra. Did you see that? I, I was sort of following it. I was looking at the stats, and it looked like they come. They, they went out the blocks quick, and then Middlesbrough dominated possession and chances after that. Yeah, Middlesbrough nothing to play for after no. mid-table. I don't think Reading. I hope Reading finishing in the top six, and I hope they beat Derby. And I hope we get them at Wembley because I think we'll we'll batter them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get who at Wembley? Reading. I don't think we will do, but I hope. I'm going to say, do you I think they'll so. actually scrape through them? Yeah? They're a shocking, shocking team. I can't believe they're up there. Mm. I think Brighton are a far better side than what they are. Yeah, far better. They must have had some lucky games throughout the season. Anyway. Who's got the better running? Oh, should I say it? I know you can't. Well, look at that. I mean, if you want to look at them now, we've got uh, left to play. QPR have got Millwall at home and Barnsley away. So, QPR in it, uh, guaranteed. You're looking at first four, six points for them now, aren't they? Reading, they've got Doncaster away, and the last game is Burnley at home. <laughs> well, do you think Burnley have been party me by they them? They could end up with six points, though, couldn't they? Yes. Mm. Uh, Brian have got Yeovil at home, and then this is a, a mighty game. They've got Forest away, last game of the season. But Forest have got a tough game. They're away at Bournemouth. Which uh, uh, that's a tough game for them, and then they've got Brighton. They've had a bit of a run though, the last couple of games. Put a couple of wins together, haven't they, Forest? From looking like they were falling flat on the backside, mm. they've suddenly just kept themselves in the mix. So that's a toughie though for QPR, Millwall mm. at all. Well, you know. QPR are already uh, QPR in the playoffs, they're guaranteed. Yeah, I know, but the thing is though, is if they, you know, they've got what, two games left, right? No more points, Wigan could jump above them. Yeah, but that, all, all that's good. Well, the only difference that's going to make, Mickey, is that which, which leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah first. we're away on Friday and at home on Monday, rather yeah. than the other way around. Anyway, we'll come back to that at the end, yeah. of, end of the podcast. Right, Gareth, we moved on to Monday. Um, we went back. It was a bit like an episode of uh, Life on Mars, isn't it, going to Burnley? Went back in time. <laughs> um, went, went to Burnley on up to Tough Moor on Monday. And uh, never turn up really, did we? I believe not, mm. to be honest. I've only heard friends talking about what happened. Uh, I haven't on a crackly radio. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was working, um, so I don't, I've only heard second-hand information. But I believe we just didn't. We weren't there at all. I saw a photograph uh, tweeted by Burnley FC in the morning of fans queuing up outside tickets for the game and they had flurs on, they had big barnets, big sideburns. I don't see anything like it. It's actually if you remember the miners strike in the 19, early nineteen eighties, they looked like a bunch of striking miners. Anyway, have you got some stats from that game, Gareth? Well can we have a time out here? Can we have a time out here? What was wrong with the bloody miners in the early eighties, mate? Nothing apart from the fact it was thirty years ago. Oh. That's the point I'm oh. making. Oh no no. What you like? Oh. Oh. Solidarity, brother. Anyway, go on, Gareth. Stats from the game, Burnley versus Wigan Athletic. Possession, 48%. To Burnley, Latics are 52%. Burnley had 11 attempts, Latics 10. Burnley managed 6 on target, Latics only 3. They committed 12 fouls, we committed 15. Two yellow cards to Burnley, and 4 to Latics, no reds. We came second and lost 2 0. Mm-hmm. We came second. <laughs> we second. I think the three shots on targets is generous because they only really remember one. Yeah. Um, Do you know what? I was right. I was, wasn't bothered. Doesn't matter. Forget I it. I was bothered when yeah. I paid 28 quid. Well, yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm not happy there. Yeah. Pissing away. I said, that's the then stats. <laughs> Absolutely. Stats surprised me. I know you were there, Rob. Well, it's 52%. It didn't. I mean, I watched it. On, I watched it on the telly. Yeah. I didn't. I watched Muppets instead. Uh, <laughs> well, I watched Muppets. Yeah. And that <laughs> but it didn't feel like it. I mean, first half Burnley. I thought Burnley was all over us first half. Second half we mm. come into it a bit more, didn't we? Yeah, I think that's where that stat probably stands out. Is I think second half we often puffed and we saw a lot more of the ball, but we didn't really do much with it. And Callum McManaman was beat by easily by a long way uh, biggest threat but it's too much tinkering about with the team for me all this it, there's no momentum no continuity mm. and it's too many changes 
I know it's trying to keep the, the squad fresh, but if that you're taking that into the playoffs, that means we'll probably turn up at home against QPR and go away and be rubbish. And if you look at the front three, what we're missing, McManaman and Maloney, are you good there was against Reading? They would have ripped Burnley apart. Wagon as well. Um, yeah, they, uh, Wagon, them front three uh, were yeah. tremendous. And then you're changing them front three. And that, that was the difference for me. We were no threat whatsoever. And I, I don't know what our tactics was, because we seem to be lumping it long a lot. I don't know if Rosler saw something in that, mm. thought, you know, we're better going a bit di more direct. But it clearly didn't work, and... We was too far at the game, come after him. So yeah. no matter what we would have done. That, if you're lumping it long and cutting your midfield out, does that reduce the workload on your midfield? Well, no, because they're chasing it back and forth. Exactly. I'm just, yeah, but uh, would they actually cover as much ground as if they're yeah. more proper football yeah. going on? Because mm -hmm. you, you're chasing the ball, aren't you? I'd be more concerned about the fact that if I was playing in midfield and the gaffer had told the lads to just bunk it straight over the top, not got much faith in my oh, No, no, but is it part of a plan? It was obviously part of the tactics on mm. the day. Was it Was it not because they were pressuring us high? No. And they were tr just getting shots? Not really. Right. Not, I mean, You've we played... They, they were... Well, the second half, they let us play. We changed their tactics second half. We passed it more then. Yeah. There was no... I know they were two up and they might have dropped off a bit. But it, that wasn't the point. We couldn't get the ball then. We, we, we couldn't play a normal game. Comments made to me last night was... They were mortified, absolutely mortified, because it looked like a knowing coyote. They, but that first half was very re reminiscent of an Owen Coyle performance. And at half, I was surprised at half time, I don't know if anyone picked up on this, that Rosler didn't even go into the changing room at half time. Players went off. Rosler stayed in the dugout with Barrow for five minutes, talking about something. Barrow goes back, they both walk over to. Aaron, where we was. Rosler puts his arm around McManaman, gives him instructions. Graham Barra probably goes in and gives him a bollocking. And then he's giving uh, Rob Keenan instructions. So he knew he was going to be bringing them on at half time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I sort of lost sight of him then, I looked away. I don't know if he went back in the changing room for the last few minutes, but Rosler didn't even go in the changing rooms at half, half time, whether it felt nothing needed to be said and the performance sort of spoke for itself. The players would have been disappointed. Mm. They knew it was poor. But I'm pretty sure Rosler didn't say keep lumping it long. But that's what happened. Oh, after, after the Reading game, he, he said that um, we, we, we're going to finish in the playoffs, but I don't care if we finish 4th, 5th or 6th, as long as we finish in the playoffs. Do you think he might be looking at the big picture and saying, OK, we're going to Burnley, it's a promotion party, I don't know if it can spoil it or not, but we can definitely beat Blackpool at home. Mm. And that's but what we're going to do. The yeah. thing to do was walk away from Burnley with a full squad and no more injuries or nickels. In that instance, why did you bring McManaman on then? If he's not starting the game and you want to rest him for Blackpool, why bring him on for 40 minutes? Keep him ticking over. Keep him ticking. It, it's, it's all the balance. It, it's getting the balance right. And, you know, if guys have a rest and they're not being forced to play with Knox, then you're reducing the chances of being absolutely stuffed come those last two we've we've got we've got a dusty bin left haven't we we've got three away games two home games and one neutral venue because you've got Wembley for the playoff final if you get there presuming we get there you've got three league games to to fit in was it a dangerous <laughs> tactic though like we come stuck against Millwall didn't we because we made all those changes if, if we answered on if we'd have gone out then because we still have got not to the cup in the semi-final, but if we'd have, if we'd have gone to Millwall, if, if we'd have beat Millwall, that place would be nailed on now, we'd come and get cars, and we'd be vying for for the first leg away rather than at home, wouldn't we, with QPR? Yeah, I, I think lessons should have been learned from that, and mm. I think he should have started with McManaman and Maloney and brought them off, if we, if we had a lead, or if we was drawing the game. But I can accept personnel changes, but I can't understand the di complete difference in tactics. He's gone. We've gone from brilliant passing side on Friday to a team what looked like Stoke three years yeah. ago. But Gomez was completely wasted in first half because we were completely bypassing him, and then when we changed, changed it to keeping it on the ground, we took yeah. him off. To be fair, he made a few of them. Yeah, one he got caught himself. He got caught in possession a couple of times. Didn't yeah. He? 
Mm. Maybe, yeah. um, I don't know, maybe they just weren't fired up for this game. Mm. You know? And I, I, when I talk about Latics, I talk with my heart, not with my head. And I think that might but, be but, something. But you, you, you know. can't, you know, everybody, everybody, football's a game about ups and downs, and you've got your big game. The big games are only big games because you've got, you know, you've got to go away to Fulham on a Wednesday, or you've got to go down to Bournemouth on a wet Tuesday night. That's what makes the big games worth, like, that's what makes them big games. So you just, you just take it on the chin. You know, has he, has he gone in and said, right, this is everything counts on today? The thing is, as Rob's just said about the Burnley performance, he bought a ticket and went there and wanted a performance. Mm. Yeah, that's all I bought my tickets for the family mm. to go to Blackburn last game of the season. I'm looking forward to a performance there. I'm hoping we're going to win, you know. Yeah. And, and that's what us fans go for, isn't it? Exactly. But I'll tell you now, if we, if, if, if we get a three points on Saturday, you're not going to performance at Blackburn. No. I'd say that, no. Mike. Yeah, mm. but that's, that's exactly Taking that, though. Mm. You know, as fans, you do turn up, you do want to see something good, but sometimes you just have to use your head and think, you know, you don't go to a Carling Cup game on a wet Wednesday, do you, and, and expect, like, the first team to come out and storm I you, do. all there, expecting yeah. the reserves to no, come no, out. No, 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 every game, mm. like Mick says. Well, there you go, that's why I, I, game as it comes. I, feel, I <laughs> feel as though, in a game like this, situation like this, um, there should be an apology from the club that would not be the strongest side and uh, give people like Rob at least an eight pound refund. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not about it. <laughs> you know, it, it, should be, it should be your best 11 available from the whole yeah. squad because for me that's that's what football was. You know, it's a contest. Well, that's, 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 you've just said exactly right there, Mick. That's what football was. Yeah. That's not what football is today. Yeah. It's a 14 man game, it's a squad game. And you have to pick and choose the ones that, that you go out and go well, for. Mourinho's come out today, hasn't he? And he said that on Saturday, on Sunday, when they play Liverpool, he's not going to play anybody. He's going to be playing on Wednesday against Atletico Madrid. I don't believe him for a second. Well, no, because he's, he's a master of kidology, but that's, he's putting that vibe out. Well, there's, 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 see, but there's a massive, massive big difference though, between what Mourinho's got at his disposal and what Rosler's got at his disposal. There is, isn't his side. There is. Well, there isn't if you compare their players to our players, but you can quite easily look through our squad, and the only thing that makes you pick a first eleven is recent performances. Every player that played on Saturday that might not have had a good game or Monday, sorry, you can look back to games during this season where they've had absolute belters, and and on the basis of the games earlier in the season, you'd have them absolutely nailed on as a first yeah. eleven spot, and and that's what it is. The man on Monday who had the most shots was not a midfielder, not an, an attacker, but Emerson Boyce. Well, he had three, three four-post headers, didn't he? And yeah. didn't hit target with any of them. Put them all away, and one of them was a free header. But I'm not knocking him because he got that head injury and he got booed for off Second the Second elbow. Fans. Yeah, for... for uh, Tweaking elbow and then got booed. Yeah, head busting yeah. uh, his elbow. And their, first, their second goal... Do you say fair away the free kick was took from where the yes. first yeah. yes. yeah. disgusting yeah. fail on the bar line. Yeah. So he could, if, the, if he's taking that free kick from there, how can he bend it in from there? Well, he's a good player though, Michael Cass. He's a good player, but that free player. kick should have been taken. I thought eight the first goal was a good goal. The two kick well, it was finished really well. well that. But anyway, it was a good finish from Craney. Craney, I was going to say coming off his ear, but he's gone more ear than Craney, has he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a compliment? <laughs> just. <laughs> backhanded one. Backhanded. Oh, I've just got a backhander. <laughs> right, okay. Let's done with now. We're moving on. Three points out of two games. We're three points off the playoffs. There we go. Off nearly in a playoff spot. Um, Saturday. Blackpool's insane. <sighs> and the. 4,000, 3,000 supporters, or however many they're bringing down the M6, on the free tickets for a free day out in Wigan. I don't know. Free tickets? Yeah. Yeah, mm. their club's paid for the season ticket holders' tickets and transport. And no, because of, good on them. Because yeah. of the protest. Yeah, the home game will be through tennis balls. That'll test the integrity well, of the Well, I don't understand that because all that's going to do is cause a bigger protest by yeah. sending more fans to a game, if yeah. you ask me. Does that mean they go through all the bloody tennis balls on DW? Name it because I'm going to have my racket at Reading. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <all straight back. laughs> 
It'll test the integrity of them, won't it? Because how many of them will be sat there thinking, oh, I've got free ticket here, yeah, it's not, it's, you know, how many of them will still be going, yeah, it's shit, if it's that shit, don't come. Yeah. How, many, right. of, how many of them will be taking the coin? Lots of them, I'll tell you. No integrity then, Blackpool lot. Right, Latins and Blackpool <laughs> have met 37 <laughs> times in all competitions down the years. Latins have 15 wins. Blackpool have got 13 and there's been 9 draws. You know, Bournemouth have got 13 in that fixture as well. Yeah. Uh, the first. <laughs> anybody remember the first time we met them? Mm. FA Cup tie back in 1978. I remember that oh. first game against Blackpool. That was an FA Cup tie. We played on Class of Cup, haven't we? We played on twice. Mm. So there you go. Did we go to that game, uh, Blackpool away, and then we brought them back here. The 19, there were 19,000 on at, at Springfield Park for that night. Uh, right, this season, Blackpool are shit and in disarray. <laughs> they're on 20, the 22nd on 43 points, and they've only got two games they got left. Three points, <laughs> Robin Hood, didn't they? They did, yeah. They've, scored, they've only scored 36 goals, but they've conceded 63 all season. And the leading goal scorer, Ricardo Fuller, is on six goals and he's out. Oh. He's out. Is Fuller still going after all this time? Oh, not, yeah. not on Saturday, is He's as old as Barry. Since January, since the 1st of January, Blackpool have only scored 11 goals in, in uh, 21 games. When did they sack him? They sacked him on the 21st of January. Or oh, they appointed Barry Ferguson on the 21st of January. Absolutely, yeah. What was that, sir? Right, Gareth, have you got any uh, any stats on the uh, current form for us for Blackpool? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Blackpool. 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 The last six games. They drew against uh, QPR, one apiece away, which you've got to say was very good. They lost at home against Yorville, 2 1. They then lost at home against Derby, 3-1. Then they lost at Leeds, Leeds 2-0. Then they lost at home again against Burnley the day of the tennis ball protest, lost 0-1. And then last week they drew at Brighton, one apiece, which is a good result really compared to the mm. others. Mm. <coughs> and lost four. Uh, yeah. To, be, to yeah. be fair, they've, they've got a couple, of, a couple of results in there, haven't they? I mean, Brighton are fighting for the playoff spot, and... They only got one put past them by Burnley. We lost by two, so it's you know you might say the shit, but I, I think they'll keep the players on the pitch and not pull any of the donkeys off the beach. The shock is stick with the donkeys. We can't beat them. We don't deserve to be. No, we, we, we can't beat them. We said it. We said it. Doncaster. We said it. Melbourne. Mystic mug. We'll pace Blackpool and then we'll go to Birmingham and we'll have a repeat of of Burnley. And then we'll just be rested, ready for playoffs. You got Blackburn on last day just to have a a, a, fair, right? a tick over game, and then you'll go go getting after QPR. And I'll now go at Birmingham as well. Well, in charge on Saturday we got a 50-year-old <coughs> Billy Rickett official, Andy Durso. He was in charge of oh, the man. Yeovil game down here when he had his six minutes on of stoppage time at the end. If you remember, for the trainer had been on pitch, mm-hmm. and they scored it last minute. So uh, he might be, uh, you know, feeling sorry for him. Like he was, he's done thir- 34 games, 98 yellows, and nine reds this season. Oh. How do we think it's going to go this game, Gareth? How do you think? First of all, do you think we'll likely to see the big guns back, Maloney, Espinosa, Wagon, etc.? I certainly hope so. I'd like to see a Reading performance as opposed to a Millwall or a Yeovil performance. You know. Uh, Yes, let's play the game, big guns. Last game at home. Let's do it. 3 0. 3 0. Yes. Rob? Well, I, I expect a similar team to what we played against Reading. And I'm hoping for a similar performance. And like it's already been said, these men are rubbish. Rubbish. And I think we're going to win 2 0. Dan? I also am going to go for a repeat of the Reading game. Blackpool are going to be fighting for the lives 
and they're going to be bringing quite a few fans down, so it's going to be a little bit more difficult, but I still think we're going to walk all over them 3-0 as well. Mick? I think we're going to have a goal fest. I really do. I think we're going to get a minimum of three. Um, what's our biggest score so far this season? Is it 4-0? Oh. I think we'll I think we'll hit our biggest one. And I think we'll hit our biggest score for a couple of years. I'm that confident. If not, I'll be down there on Monday sorting one or two people out. <laughs> Big score. Paul? I'll tell you what, there's some hard tough acts to follow there, isn't there? <coughs> um, well, I think if I get lucky, I might be able to take home a few free tennis balls. Yeah. But apart from that, I think we're going to avenge the 4 0 they gave us on the opening day of that Premier League season mm-hmm. when we had to play at our place because their place was still a shithole. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll avenge that and reverse it 4 0 to us. You love Blackpool, don't you? <coughs> oh. <laughs> I lived there for three weeks. Place stinks. Well, I'm with you. I lived there for three weeks as well and it did stink. Yeah. Did, um, you, get, did you get attacked by a Blackpool donkey or something? No. Last time I went to, to Blackpool, I was amazed with one donkey on that beach, you know. Oh, oh, Half an hour like everybody else. Anyway. What score are you going for? I'm going for 4-0 as well. I yeah. think we'll absolutely tear through. I think the, this free fans thing is going to backfire on them as well. Yeah. We'll get an early goal and the atmosphere is going to go toxic. They'll turn on the players. Also, just while we're on it. What a crap pro- protest it was throwing tennis balls on pitch. I mean, they could have beheaded a donkey, couldn't they, in centre circle or something. That would have got more publicity. Who were they playing that day? Instead <coughs> of a chicken. Bur- I can't remember. And I bet every single Burnley fan was such before they went in. I don't think. I bet, think I bet the Burnley fans couldn't take tennis balls in that you, you, you stood at the turnstile, Stuart comes up to you and he says, I'm just going to search you, sir. Is that a and ball? he grabs all of you and he says, <laughs> Are these balls? What are you gonna say? <laughs> is, is he feeling, you know, <coughs> the front of your pants? Yes. Normally, normally I'm asked to, I'm asked to cough. <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 I think it is. I, in in some senses, it's not a bad idea because the stewards can't justifiably confiscate tennis balls, can they? Yeah. What? They can take um, absolutely anything off. Anything them. that could be classed as a weapon or used as a weapon. All right. Yes. So how many people have been killed with tennis balls or injured? Uh, it's Club, don't have a club's discretion. Oh yeah, but it, unless the club know it's coming as a protest, then the, the stewards are not going to be clueless, are they? Here's one, going into Wembley, right, you're not allowed to take your drinks in or whatever. So there's these people, we're walking in with bottles of, of uh, pop, and they said you can't bring them in. And I, I was actually stood behind them listening to this. Why? What's wrong? The kids pop, no, the potential missiles. So what did they do? Pour them into a... No, they took the top off, threw the top away, Give them the bottle back and said, there you go, carry on. But yeah, when it's empty, is that you know, if you throw it, if you no, throw it with no water, with no top off, all the fluid will flow away and it'll not hit as much as it would still hurt, wouldn't it? And you can it's see still but it's still weapon. a bloody missile. Yeah. Still yeah. a missile. So it's pointless. I'm sorry, but I'm one of these people, I hate these bloody searches. Because they don't do everybody. They only do the away fans. And I don't know if we can do it to the away fans. And if they do, they want to stop it because it's bang out of order. But you go to every single, every, every game I've been to, every away match this season I've been to, I've been searched and it really oh. pisses me off. To be fair mate, <coughs> I put my hands up ready to get fondled at Bolton and he says, no you don't want the type to have flares off. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I, yeah, yeah. In you go. I was like, oh come on, I want to touch you. <laughs> Which I asked for the woman to do mate. He knows you're gay. But yeah, how many fellas do you see actually trying to uh, pat down a woman, spectator? And they're not allowed to do No, you can't. Same sex on They do. I've seen it. Mm. I've actually witnessed it. Because I objected, I raised it at that, no, that, that point. Then. It's illegal, that is. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. I yeah. actually said to him. Yeah. I'll tell you afterwards when we're off there where it was. <clears throat> right, let's move on then. Never share. Tuesday. Up the road. Tuesday. Mountain. <laughs> we're going to, to Birmingham. Birmingham. Uh, we're going to St Andrews. And hopefully by then, we, we, you know, the playoff spot's going to be nailed on. So. Uh, Birmingham, similar sort of position in the league, well, similar sort of position, the one place above Blackpool. And uh, I 
there's a little bit more about these though than, than what's about Black though. We've got some more stars in the team, or some more actual names. We've got uh, Zigic. He's in the uh, Makeda. Has he left? Has he? Is he at hey, field now? He's in the Makeda. No, no, in a word. No. <coughs> it's going to be a boring game, it's going to be crap. Right, I, think it's, a, I think it's going to be an entity this game. Again, it is. I'm, I'm regretting regret saying I'd go, no, if I'm being honest. The, the remit is to come back with an healthy squad. Yeah. End yeah. of. Yeah. I mean, judging off the pattern of performances, it's been good to put out, win game, next game put out, not so good to play crap. And then I think that's going to be the pattern again next week, unfortunately. Do you think that'll carry over to the game after against Blackburn? And I think he'll pick a strong one again because yeah. we'll have a week off them. Yeah, well, you, I, you start like tuning into your playoff games. I mean, let's face it. Since we finished that run five or six games ago, apart from the Arsenal game, which was a big game, it's all just been a case of ticking along mm. until you get to those. Two, hopefully three games that really count. I agree with you, Paul. It's like once we put Blackpool to the sword on, on Saturday, it's a case of right, mission accomplished. Right, we're now re we're now uh, to the uh, kind of um, <coughs> last rounds. Forget it. Yeah, use the fringe players. The, the brilliant. Take a look at them. Are they worth Are they worth keeping on for next season when we're hopefully playing in the Premiership? The brilliant thing for me is the two games though, over the last few weeks that have really, you've looked at and you thought, hang on, this really counts here. One was Arsenal, when we were unlucky to come away from that with penalties. You know, we played brilliantly in the game itself, and the other one was Reading last Saturday, and we absolutely pasted them. Friday. Friday, yeah, okay, Friday. It's a good Friday. Yeah, for me, jobs are good. Gareth, have you any stats on Birmingham for us? Nice I've got the last six games again, uh, oh, right, the sort of form down. Yeah. So the last six games they've won two and lost four. They beat Millwall at Millwall, which you've got to say is a good result. Millwall. They lost at home against Bournemouth. They lost at Don. Sorry, I'm telling a lie. They won at Doncaster three-one. Something we didn't manage to do. Um, Middlesbrough three, Birmingham one. Notts Forest one, Birmingham nil. And then last weekend, Birmingham two, Blackburn four. Blackburn were 4 0 up, weren't they? There's a lot of goals in all them games. I was going to say that, yeah, and, and the, the scoring as well, aren't they? Birmingham, mm. the, the, the fan in the back of the net. Any team who finds the net is always a bit of a threat, aren't they? Um, how do you think this one's going to go? We'll not spend too much time on this. Well, gives you a prediction, Gareth. Well, everybody seems to think we're going to, you know, coast along having won on Saturday, and, and I find it difficult to disagree with that, really. Mm. I'd like to nick a draw, though. What a piece. What a piece. Mm. Rob? After looking at all them goals, uh, it's going to be nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a bit confident and say we'll scrape a win. Scrape a win? One-nil? One-nil, yeah. Mick? We'll win by the odd goal. Two-well. Or three-two. Paul? Uh, one apiece. Yeah, I'm with you too, I think it'll be uh, one apiece. Just nail us on for yeah, just fifth, fifth spot. We'll you just need to keep ticking, keep everybody fit, go into that fifth spot. Yeah, you know, it, it, if it means anything to you, I mean, I know Rosler said it means nothing to him. It means nothing to me whether you play your home or away like first well, yeah. playoffs. We're playing QPR pretty much. What do we say then? I think statistics do tell you though you've got a better chance of winning if your second legs at home. Is or is that just no? That that's a that's a fact. Man. More teams win the second leg alone, but in a tight get two tight teams as well, well matched. I think it's be a bit of a lottery, mate. Yes. I, what playoff? Could go anything yeah. can happen. Can it? anything could get a player sent off in first minute yeah. as a first anything, keeper sent off. Anything can happen. But if you look at the QPR game a few weeks back, we we you know we were the better side. We we came away lost one 0 and put our reserves out. Because that was a rotation game, wasn't yeah, it? it was, yeah. If you remember against City last year before the cup final, we went there, played well, lost 1 0 to a, a, a cracking Tevez goal. Get to the game that counts and duffed them. Mm. That's what I'm hoping for. And, and you know, there's no reason why that can't happen because we've shown that we've got the quality and we've got enough about us to do it. Yeah, well, we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. Uh, 
next week's podcast because by then we should be nailed on where we're, we're going to be finishing now um, what I'd uh, like us to do to finish off this week is uh, we've had a, uh, an email from Andrew Perry and he was uh, intrigued by our our uh, name the managers last last week when yeah, we did really well when you said like you know you started off mate with the first manager in the league Larry Lloyd mm-hmm. <coughs> really showing our knowledge there was crying for you Rob said you should have been here I listened was you, was you shaking your head it was I've got to say guys it was a poor performance <laughs> it was wasn't yeah. it it was it I was, thought it so was I thought it was uh, <laughs> sorry sorry Mick <laughs> It was, it was very cool. Yeah. Anyway, I was shouting him. I was shouting him data before. Yeah. By our own admission, it was yeah. it was pretty bad. Andrew uh, said that following that, he, he asked his mate and his mate round round them off, both off parts, really good. And they got talking about our all-time best eleven. Mm. So who do we think our best eleven is? Now, going into this, I think is you, you can pick your best eleven players technical ability and quality wise and they're all going to be Premier League aren't they more or less or you can say pound for pound like they do like who's the best between an heavyweight yeah. and a yeah. so you look at what division was in at the time and what for me the best ever player we've had pound for pound is Roberto Martinez getting him in the bottom division a bloke of his culture mm. his technique his ability on the ball his vision well, I just down there uh, for me, he's, he's our best. Well, the, the, the first one I'll put on the team sheet is Arian Dazoo, without a doubt. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with you as well. Business, you could nominate any of us. I'm with you. Yeah, it's got to be. Back with Rawls. Yeah, because yeah, anyway, if, if we scale down the Can, can we just say then, so, so it's not to cause any embarrassment or further uh, feelings of vengeance or <clears throat> comebacks, any current player cannot be mentioned. Rubbish. Anybody's with the current setup. Rubbish. Okay. Sean Maloney. No. Jody Gomez. If they're, if they're currently in the squad, right. no. James McArthur. Okay. okay, right, yeah. Well, go on, yeah. Well, um, yeah. Well, alright. Because, so, who, who because otherwise you've got to turn around and say, pound for pound, yeah. no matter what you're talking about, it was a team up on the FA Cup last year. Yeah. Pound for pound, Ellington, the best Ellington and Roberts, ever. you've got to well, be in it, and yeah, pound for pound. The team that Ellington, what about Magnuel? <clears throat> No, I never really, I never saw him, ain't you? No. The team that finished the league with seven wins out of nine, pasting anybody and everybody, wasn't, isn't going to be fair. Yeah, but we're not talking about a team, we're talking about 11 players, eh? Liam Burns. Should yeah. believe McCulloch. Look, McCulloch, yeah, yeah, I've got McCulloch. McCulloch, well, Burns. Abzi. Victor Moses. Premier League winner. No, no, no Victor uh, Moses. No, uh, you could, you no, could say he's not the Wiggins' best He pulled some stuff out, didn't he? Mario. Who about Chibonda? Hugo Ronnie It was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. He was only here one season. Come on, can we so not go back to the days of baggy shorts and black and white tellies? We were never on, so. He got it PFA team at here, Chimbonda. That's his He was brilliant that season. Who Chimbonda? Yeah, I think that first Premier League, three out of them back four, probably put them in the team. Ensure. Yeah, apart from Ensure. Apart from. Does he? Burns, Jim Bonder. Right. I, I've, I've got to publicly put forward our dear friend, Noel, Noel Ward. Noel Ward. Got you in there then, Noel. That's a pint, you owner. Yeah. You see, who would you have in Nets? Mm. Keeper. Absolutely. Mm. Rod Carroll. What about Kirkland when he first came? Hey, what, it's, it's a, a difficult decision. It's a difficult the, decision. The problem you've got with that is you had a, you had a bit of shite at the end, didn't you, before Yeah, you that, that's the thing, and he went, he went yeah. to pot. Yeah. You're judging very subjectively, <coughs> and, and that's part of the problem. It's, uh, for me, Kirkland's is asked. He, he, he did, yeah. Barry, you're right, yeah, he did. Well, yeah. He made the best save I have ever seen, uh, unless it's goalkeeper made, away at Chelsea from Nicholson Elke. I don't know, you might not remember it. We, we, was it when we beat him, or we drew one apiece? Eskiscore, yeah, 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 yeah. about five minutes ago. It, and oh, Elke yeah. added. Headed the ball over his head and he got back and just tipped it over. It was yeah. one of the greatest saves I've ever seen. That. But what know. about Ali Abzi's? I know it ended up back at net eventually against Wolves. The double serve. Yeah. That I, think, I don't think yeah. I've ever seen a better serve no. than that. 
I know it went John to. Farlan. How good was John Farlan? Well, I was about to say John Farlan would probably be my shape. Yeah, yeah I'll go with Farlan. <laughs> I like Roy Carroll. I'm going to throw something else in there. Mm. Well, if you were talking pound for pound at Everton and keepers, you'd have to have Neville Southall, wouldn't you? There's a lot of pounds there. Did he ever play for Lassie? Kevin Preston. As I say, going off on a tangent. Yeah, that's what we've got then. So we've got Filan, Shimbonda. Somebody with limited knowledge. Martinez. In defence. We've got to have Dizou in there. Dizou. He's got to be captain. Dizou's got to be captain. Or Jimmy Bullard. Wilson Palacios. Palacios. I don't know about Palacios. The problem is, you've got, you've got a lot Valencia. of players who've done some good things, haven't you? I think Shana. Valencia. McCulloch's got to be on there. Uh, for up, me, anyway. Shana's got to play in defence, I think. Andy Liddell. Yeah, Liddell. Barlow. Sure, Barlow. Barlow. Ellington Roberts. Ellington and Roberts. Bobby Campbell. Sorry? Bobby Campbell. David Law. See, you're going it's back to the pound for pound thing, aren't you? Yeah, David Law was class. It all depends on what you say the best team you've ever had. Well, David Law ended up, he played in top division, didn't he? For a, for a long time. Yeah, then come back. Yeah. So did Peter Atherton and Steve Walsh. Yeah, there's a show, Peter Atherton. Yeah. It's quite difficult, this. It's not something we can wrap up in five minutes. What about Neil Rimmer? How about if we go away with some. Uh, food for thought and come back with I think next so week. yeah yeah. Ah. yeah a manager as well would be a good one to pick our best manager Larry Lloyd yeah, on mm. success you're going to struggle a lot past Martinez yeah. yeah. four years yeah. And, a, yeah. and a trophy mm. going back Paul Jules taking us to Premier League player manager yeah under that, I don't think you'll ever see, that was the best most enjoyable time watching Wigan have a basically just the ride get, yeah the ride just pick the whole team from that season well you could do that b- between when was well what's now League One and our first year in Premier League we, we had that team t- together for years didn't we mm. you only brought you bring in Calf didn't you brought Calf Cal, no, that, se- that put the nail in the coffin for the promotion didn't yeah. it that, that season he, just that bit of experience yeah. you know, Gary Teal Mm. I'll tear you apart Teal again. Jess mm. Roberts came, didn't he? He did, yeah, yeah. scored on his debut, 30 seconds. Back heel. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Yeah. Best of North End, that was there. Did he not get an hat trick that day? No. 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 Anyway, we're, uh, we're reminiscing here, aren't we? Have so, we got our 11? No, I think Mick's got, got the uh, food for thought this, isn't it? To come no, back. I think it's food for thought, and I think if we can. Uh, so like write, write something down ourselves yeah, bring, it bring it all in and then okay. you know spend a yeah. bit more time arguing the toss amongst ourselves who, who it is you know Cause yeah. obviously I remember watching the Latics when, when I was a teenager and there was certain players who, who stood out to me then because of the job they were doing for Latics at that time hence the reason why I actually mentioned Noel Ward because he was a cracking player at a time when Wigan needed Good solid plays like <coughs> but it, just before he broke his leg, he was uh, he was he, he'd been named in the Northern Ireland squad. Yeah, yeah, don't and you? Chelsea had approached us to see if they could take him uh, uh, to second Avalita him mm. with due to a signing. So, do you limit yourself to players that you've seen play, or do you just pick anybody? Well, you I think you have to do, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think you're naturally going to do, yeah. but it's whether or not you. Yeah. Does anybody anybody remember Andy Alden, centre half we had in back in eighties? He was real quality. Blonder, he went to Oldham Athletic. We sold him to Oldham. He was proper quality. Just before my time, not very. Mm, just yeah, he was there at the time. Ray Woods was there, and uh, we had that little run to the cup semi-final, <coughs> quarter-final rather. We played in that. Anyway, enough wittering on from yeah, me. And submit your own. A bit of onwards. Yeah. Yeah. Submit yeah. your own. Yeah, it's not on this, is it? We're coming here to talk nonsense, we're going away with bloody homework. Homework, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nonsense. Well, that's the trouble when you have two teachers on board, isn't it, Mick? Right, on that note, um, it's a good night from me. It's a good, good night, night from us. <laughs>